Hello and welcome to Pop to the Shops episode 2. If you didn't listen to last week, my name is Bradley and this is a new podcast about everything pop culture past, present and even the future. Mm-hmm, it is. So we're going to have a little catch up on what's happened in this last week. So as I previously mentioned at the end of last week's episode about club card prices and well the day after I recorded it, I went to Sainsbury's, and to my surprise, I was starstruck. There's now a nectar card price. Like, talk about copy and paste. A nectar card price, and it's literally called nectar card prices. So you best believe I was on the App Store, downloading the nectar card app to get a nectar card, so I can get cheaper prices. And I got a full box of chocolate fingers for 50p. You can't tell me that's not a steal, because that's a steal. Who doesn't love chocolate fingers? But whilst we was at Sainsbury's, because it was me and my friend, there was a gang, and they were on bikes riding around Sainsbury's, and the security didn't even notice it at first, then they started chasing them. And it was, it was like, funny, until they got in close to, started getting close to us. And, oh, my heart was going pitter-patter, pitter-patter. I thought it could have been it for me. I thought it was the end. I was like, just got my next cards, and I'm going to die. And, like... Well, at least I'm going to die happy with my chocolate fingers. Because I love a chocolate finger. love a Kit Kat as well. I love a Kit Kat. Everybody loves a Kit Kat. Who You can't go wrong with a Kit Kat, can you? Like, Kit Kat is superior biscuit slash chocolate. Who's telling me otherwise? Actually, I am going to tell myself otherwise. Because a fox is chocolate round and a fox is jam and cream. Oh! They make me happy. They make everyone happy, really, don't they? I lo- Fox's biscuits better than McVitie's. Controversial, but true. Anyways, on other terms where I'm not going to die, I got accepted into drama school, and I did write S-K-E-W-L, school, like too cool for school. Mm-hmm. So go on, which is quite exciting, but we will talk about that more in the future on my podcast as I'm starting to leave college and then going to my future endeavours. Endeavours? Don't know. Someone tell me. So, swiftly moving on. We're going to have a little catch-up on what's happened in pop culture in the last week first before we get into the main body of this episode. So, we have had many leaks for the new Wicked movie and that little village... It looks so cute. It looks like a cuter version of Spooky Island from Scooby-Doo. And I would love to live there. Like, they've built a full-on village in the middle of nowhere in England. America could never. They couldn't. Because that could only been done in England. That cute little village. And everyone's going to be more excited for Ariane. But my girl Cynthia. Cynthia Arrivo is going to mother this movie. And she will show you how to mother next year. And their costumes, their little, their little pictures that they released, not leaked. Oh my god. I love it. I'm loving it already. Like, I, when I first watched Wizard of Oz, I was at Centre Parks. And Centre Parks is a little place, if you don't know where it is. It's like a little cabin place. I don't know. I've only been once. And I started crying when the witch came on, so I had to leave. And I'm really scared I've not seen it since. So I might actually give it a watch. I might give, like, Wicked the Broadway slash West End thing a watch if there's, like, a pirated version. Anyways, moving on. K. 
Kim Kardashian is appearing in American Horror Story season 12. That was announced. And I was shocked when she was announced for Saturday Night Live. But when I tell you I was more shocked and it had me out this world for American Horror Story. I mean, what I'm just hoping for is her 2020. American American. It's tying in. It's tying in. It's perfect. It's perfect. So I really want to see, like, her just coming around the corner in that. I would pay to see it. I would. And I think it'd be quite scary. I can't lie. Like, I did a little jump when I saw that. When I saw the little press photos, I was like, ah! When I saw her come, like, on the carpet with it. And honestly, it was a cultural slave from her. And this next one is going to tie in with the main quest for today's episode. And do you remember the British icon Chanel the African Grey back in 2020? Like, I love her. Chanel! Like, no one was doing it like her. Chanel's owner has been charged £792,000 on Cannabis Hall. Oh! I was so, 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 so shocked when I saw that. I was on my break in the crew room and I just see it on my phone and I start laughing and then I gasp audibly. Like, my co-workers must think I'm crazy. But I was speechless. Like, I would never have guessed that, that she's a little cute, like, little innocent person looking for her African grey coach, you know? And she did run away, didn't she? Again, did they find her off the second time? I don't know. I'll get back to you next week on that one. But, but honestly, honestly, I was gobsmacked. I hope she's okay. She's okay. If she's still out there. Chanel, Chanel, if you want to know, it's just just as a message. PTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPTPT
And it was when he did the winding and grinding on the floor. That was it for me. Blocked. He, I was like, no, can't see this anymore. My poor innocent eyes. Because that was something else. Anyways, I didn't block him after that. And I'd done a little deep dive into his social media accounts to see where he is now. A little stalk. And he doesn't do the Willy Wonka as much now. He's mostly known as Duke, Duke Depp, to be exact. But he does it every now and then, but he's given it up, like, a lot. And does it, like, I don't know, once a week? I don't know. But he needs to, like, stop and burn it all, in my opinion. And this next one, I was like, I stopped for a second and looked to the invisible camera that was to my side. And I said, what the fuck? He's got an OnlyFans. He's got an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. He's got an OnlyFans account. What the fuck is going on on here on this day? Who's paying for a Willy Wonka cosplayer? OnlyFans. Go on. Tell me. Exactly. Silence. That's what I thought. Because that is not okay. Oh, my God. If you are subscribed to this person's OnlyFans... Give me a call, I'll get you some help. I'll get you some help. Anyways, moving on to another very, very bad thing. And that's hashtag free Adam. Hashtag free Adam from SM6 band. Do you know the Don't Flinch Challenge? Don't Flinch Challenge! Go! And they had all, like, different nicknames and stuff and people were making, like, duets with it, saying what they would smell like, what clothes they'd wear, what bathing suits they'd wear, yeah. That one and Adam from it, free Adam. And actually, talking about that, they it's been three years again, three years ago, since the Don't Flinch Challenge because they did an updated version the other day, and it came on my view page. And when I told you, when I'm telling you, I'm I was ecstatic to see it for once. Like it brought back some core memories, not good core memories, but it brought back some. Anyways, free Adam. And. This time on TikTok, when SM6 band kept coming on my For You page, I do believe it knocked a good five years off my lifespan. Probably even more when I looked into the comments and saw these teenage girls putting hashtag free Adam and simping over this teenage boy. A teenage boy. What was that about? Well, he looked like the onslaught from the Lorax. Like, do you need to go to Specsavers? Because I think you do. I think you do. And even some of my friends were simping over him. And let me tell you, we aren't friends now because of that. Mm-hmm. No. I won't name names, but whatever the fuck that was about. And I just don't think it should be correct in this world for that to happen again. And I don't think it will happen again. But on a lighter note, we're going to talk about something that was really, really good. And probably the best part of 2020 TikTok after talking about two atrocious points. And that, of course, is the Broadway masterpiece Ratatouille musical, Ratatouille's Call. And let me tell you, I was living for this. Who wasn't living for the Ratatouille's Call? Ratatouille's Call should have won a Tony. It should have E got by now. Viola Davis, Ratatouille's Gull is coming for you. 
And I just want to do a little message to the person that started this all off. So if you're not, if you're not that person, just cover your ears for a second. Anyways, this is my message. Dear Icon, I thank you for your hard work and creative mind for helping us all get through 2020. Thank you. Anyways, like the fact of Bertram from Jesse, he was in this musical. And who had that on the 2020 bingo cards? Certainly not me. Certainly not me. When I was in lockdown, I didn't expect this to come out of lockdown. I really didn't. And I would have happily played Remy, I can't lie. Like, I could really embody his personality and his rat features. Like, can we just imagine me as Remy the Rat in Ratatouzical? Remy the Ratatouille, the greatest rat of all. I think it's a masterpiece. It's a perfection. It's honestly a new art form. Ratatouzical should be a production that should be in the West End and Broadway and other places like that nowadays. Like, it was just an online one, but still, the amount of rave it caught surrounding it, like, they had whole set pieces coming out in New York and everything. And there's, like, rats on the underground. And it was just perfect. And I know we talked about Hunger Games being perfect branding last week. But Ratatouzical was amazing branding. For the time as well. Because, obviously, we wasn't allowed to go out as much. But the fact that they built such a good audience online. <laughs> and... Talking about Bertram from Jesse, side note, another thing from 2020 TikTok, Debbie Ryan, because she, she just came out of nowhere, didn't she? Like, her and her catching stuff in her mouth with her really cool talent, it gave me Selena Gomez, got a bit of blue going on for the Teen Vogue Awards, and honestly, I do think about it every now and then, and... It just makes me giggle. It makes me giggle. I'll admit, it makes me giggle. It makes me go... <laughs> yeah. And the little walk she does. Do you know, like, the little penguin waddle? That's what I call it. I love that for her. And I love that she got internet famous because of it. And someone that actually reminds me of Debbie Ryan a bit. This is our next point. And we're going to go into the influencer section of 2020 TikTok. And starting off with that, we're going to be talking about the one and only monster, Gabby Hanna. Gabby Hanna. Like, she came, and I don't know what happened to her throughout 2020. Like, it was a bit of a spiral, weren't it? But one of the core memories I have is... When she was on the podcast, and then she randomly started singing it. I'm going to give you a rendition to the song. Point the finger, pull the trigger, throw them off the trail. You'll get yours eventually. Like, I have no fucking clue what that means. But I understand it. I understand it. And I think it's a masterpiece. A bit random, a bit crazy. But it works. It works. Like, I understand where she's coming from. And... I think that she is a very good 
poem writer because when she did the poem you know I climbed out of my head and watched myself implode. I thought without a body ought to be the shot to take a load. Off my brain is poison. I'm searching for the antidote. But every time I find it, my defense is screaming. Oh, no, you don't. Whoa. Don't forget the whoa. Whoa. That was a cultural reset. And I did learn it and just randomly blurt it out every now and then to my friends. But I think about it like every six months. And it's just a craving I have within me. But also talking about Gabby Hanna when her parents impregnated her and I'm doing the little speech quotations with my fingers on that one and I remember watching the video and I was like what the fuck (laughs) like imagine describing that to a Victorian child go on describe it to me right now I'm gonna play some acting right now I'm a Victorian child you are the person translating Gabby Hanna to me. I don't understand what you're saying, exactly. I have no fucking clue. I think I just had scarlet fever and died because of that. I do really think that. And Gabby Hanna, she had drama with a lot of people. And talking about drama, she had drama with the next one. And the next one had a lot of drama surrounding her in 2020, which then went on to 2021 as well. But now I think she is a much more matured woman. And I actually give her props for her change. And that person is Trisha Paytas. Now, Trisha Paytas. I secretly love Trisha Paytas. Like, whenever I'm hungry... And really craving something. And I know I can't have it. I still watch her like mukbangs. Like if I've not had pizza in a good. I don't know. Eight months. And I really want pizza. But I can't bother going. I don't want to go. And like can't go. I'll watch her eat three pizza hot pizzas. Two garlic breads. And a side of. I don't know. Cinnamon sticks. Whatever they're called. And honestly it's just so entertaining to me. I don't know why. But that was, like, pre-2020. 2020, she had a lot, and I mean a lot, of scandals and drama. And different eras and religions for some reason. That was a bit random. But I think we all know the most iconic one. And that was Egyptian Trish. And I am proud to say... I was one of the first people who saw that video before it went viral. I was. I was. Yeah. And I do think about Egyptian Trish at least once a week. And it's a core memory for me. Like, whenever we had Teams calls or Zoom calls at school during the pandemic, I would change my profile picture and cycle through different Trisha Paytas eras. And the teachers would love it. And also, I would cycle through Nicki Minaj ones because that was during my Nicki Minaj phase. And, like I said, I think she's much more mature now that she's got Malibu Barbie. And I love that name. I love that name. But I've, I, whenever she was trying for a child, I always said to people, she'd be an amazing mother. And if she got the chance, and now she does. And I think she is proving that she cares for her child and loves her. 
and I think she's a totally different person, and she's amazing. She's still funny as fuck, though. Like, her going into, like, different places, like KFC or Starbucks, and dressing up as the employees, that... (laughs) I love her, like... I would fangirl over her if she went into my McDonald's dressed as a McDonald's employee. I'd be like, yeah, come and work a shift. And she's just really nice, I think, now. She's always been quite nice, I think. But also, I want to talk about the Frenemies podcast. Because that Frenemies podcast was so iconic. Like, when she was talking about, what was it, the thinnest layer of the earth? What was the thinnest layer of the earth? The thinnest layer of the earth? Correct. Oh, thank you. When she thought she got that right for repeating the question. (laughs) That was too funny. And also another, well, Trisha Paytas moment that sticks in my head is her eating a waffle fry and saying, it almost tastes like a potato. (laughs) And I just, I have a good collection of reaction videos and different, like, memes and snippets from YouTube clips. I have a Nigella Wilson collection, by the way, sad note. And I scroll through them every now and then. I have to admit, the Trisha Paytas ones are what makes me laugh the most. And the fact that she's been on every single TV show on the planet, and she's not even a recurring character in any of them. And when she was in Amy Winehouse's video, (laughs) when that was revealed during 2020, honestly... I think, I think she's a little bit iconic. I think she's more than a little bit. I think she's a lot of bit. I think it is Trisha Paytas's world and we're living in it. I say that about me sometimes. But fully Trisha Paytas. I love Trisha Paytas to death. And that was going to be my last one that I'm talking about. But we're going to talk about someone who had drama with Trisha Paytas. And that was... Charlie D'Amelio. And more importantly, when James Charles was at her house and she had dinner and she, like, was ungrateful or something and she spat, like, I don't know why it was a snail, a scargot, out. Like, obviously, I, I was kind of, like, defending her during that time because, honestly, if... I wouldn't like snails. I know I wouldn't like snails. And when she asked for chicken nuggets, I really felt that. I felt that. I am a chicken nugget girly. But honestly, I think she did get overhated for that. But she could have dealt with it in a much nicer way. But the fact that she got so much backlash. And also, she reached 100 million followers during 2020 TikTok. And I think that's just like a little side note that I should put in there. But anyways... I would totally, like, be the same during that situation, you know what I mean? But if there was a guest over, maybe I'd be a bit different, but I think she was a bit overhated for that. And I've never, like, been a Charlie D'Amelio stan. Oh, my God, sorry, call memory just popped in. When she did the, what was it, the Renegade dance for that intro for her YouTube. Oh, my God, I should do that right now. Renegade, Renegade. Like, it was just dead silent as well. Or was it Say So? I don't know. It was one of the too many songs, too many trends, too many dances during 2020 TikTok. But yeah, I 
going back to Trisha Paytas, oh, sorry, I just love Trisha Paytas so much. And I know that's controversial, but I just think she's a really funny person at times. And when she does a little, like, when she has her eras, like, what was it? She had, she had, she had an Adams Family era and she literally decorated her whole bedroom Adams Family and I love it. Like, she goes full out. She goes full out. And I just love her driving as well, like, her little vlogs. I might go and watch Shish Paytas after I've recorded this. Yeah, that's on my to-do list. It is. And I think it's such a, like, good way to, like, close off this segment of the podcast. So that will be it for the 2020 TikTok trends. I did have some more that I was going to talk about, like, the fish girl. Who remembers the fish girl? On the, like, six teenagers have to decide who gets, what was it, £1,000? $1,000. And she was uh, like, Nina, Nina. Nina, <laughs> I'm Buddhist, everyone, so I do this, like, every day. <laughs> Stop it, I used to watch that video every day. And I just think it's a very funny video, and I hope she's okay now. But someone else who I was going to talk about, and it was a jump scare when I saw her my For You page, Grace Vanderwall, you remember the ukulele girl from America's Got Talent? Yeah, when she cut off all her heads, and... Like, I did, I was scrolling for my For You page, and I can just picture the video, and she, like, pops up on the screen. Like, it's just, like, her head down, and then she pops up, and no one knew it was her. Like, I was like, ah! It's so funny. Sorry, I can't contain myself thinking about it. But anyways, Grace and Vanderwall, I was obsessed with her in, like, year seven. I made my parents get me a ukulele for Christmas, ukulele, ukulele for Christmas, because I wanted to sing like her, I don't know my, wait, let's do it in cursive, I, uh, no, I can't do cursive, I used to be able to cursive, can't do it anymore, I don't know my name, I don't play by the rules of the game, talking about cursive, that cursive TikToker, where's he gone, where has he gone, I hope he's okay right now, anyways, Grace Fenderwall, Hope she's doing okay right now, girly. Hope you're okay. If you're listening to this, hi. How are you? Yeah, that's it, really. And that rounds off this segment. And I'm just going to give you a little insight for next week's episode quickly. Because I think I have a maximum of minutes on here. And this one is much longer than the last one, I think. And... I still have a few more episodes for this month. So we need to wrap this up quite quickly, I think. But anyways, a little insight for next week's episode. We're going to be talking about Taylor Swift Era's tour. We are. So, you know, when you're listening to a podcast and they start talking about Taylor Swift, well, how about it's popped to the shops? And then I start singing. Like, that was such a Taylor Swift intro. And we are going to be doing a Taylor Swift intro. So send over... Put it, oh, my God. I found out you can do a little, like, question box underneath the podcast. I'm going to start doing that and ask questions. And I'll answer them. I'll answer them. I will. So ask some questions underneath. 
And I'll get back to you in a following week of some sort. I don't know what week, but yeah, I will. Anyways, that's it for this episode. I really hope you've enjoyed. And I hope you're going to carry on listening on this journey. And I hope you'll pop into the shops right now or soon. I know I need to because I have no food in and I have nothing in at all even. So, yeah, I will speak to you all next week. And let me know if you've got any questions in the little box below. Don't forget to follow, rate it five stars. And you show it to all your friends and family. And, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Bye.